Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Today we talk one of my favorite feelings ever, jealousy. Now, I actually didn't always used to love it. And before coaching, I would say I really, really hated the feeling of jealousy. It made me so angry because I had this story that jealousy means I don't have what I want. I have no idea how to get it. I can never have what I want. Somebody out there already has it. And it's not me. There's a limited sum game to all of this. If they're happy, I can't be. If someone else got a nice schedule, my schedule has to be terrible. Life is so unfair. So it made sense why I hated jealousy when I found that there was no path forward for me, that I couldn't have what I want. If you have a similar story about jealousy, you might have also come to dislike this feeling. And today we're just going to take a whole new look at jealousy. We're going to reframe it. And you too, by the end of the episode might be like, Ooh, this is my number one favorite feeling now, (laughs) or it's one of the top ones because I can take this feeling and use it as a treasure map to figure out what it is that I want and how to create it. And it's possible even be better than I could have ever, ever imagined. I'm also going to give you a little three-minute vintage clip from the Archive podcast. It's so dang stinking cute. Every once in a while, I'll pull out an an older podcast. We call them um, MVPs, Most Valuable Play Podcasts, Most Requested Podcasts, just really classic topics that haven't changed much and that were just people's favorite podcasts. I found in the prior podcast to this, Before Happy in Medicine, I had another podcast called your path and focus. And I've kept all of those podcasts. They are behind our mem- in our member portal. So don't worry. They all exist. And when you join, you get access to all of them. They're about 135 there. They're little dainty treasures. And it fits in so well with this podcast because actually this vintage segment is my is what I covered on jealousy when I first made, first started doing podcasts. And it really illustrates this point of how jealousy can help us create, be in line with where we're going. And it's just so stinking cute. You're going to love it. Oh my gosh. I listened to it and I laughed. (laughs) My daughter's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, it's so cute. It's just the best ever. But let's start with an updated story because as it turns out, even though I started podcasting years ago, my brain is still not over jealousy. It still comes and hits me every once in a while in very new and unexpected ways. And it's just so fascinating. So let me tell you about this story. You ready? I was on an international flight 20 plus hours. And actually, I love flights. I love long flights. I love being in the airport. I think a lot before I was married and had kids, I didn't understand it. I kind of hated all that. But now that I have kids and there's just so much effort in keeping these little humans safe, alive, and content and happy when I'm on my own in a long flight, it can be a fun place to, to be, to just focus on me. So I find a lot of moms kind of relate to that. It's a chance where you get to like sit and watch TV for 20 hours, <laughs> your own TV, not cartoons, not Disney plus, or you get to watch what you, what you want. And I just find new TV shows, new movies, new podcasts, new music, new meditation apps. I just love it. So I'm on this long flight. Everybody is sleeping, but me, I have this process for when I'm traveling across the world, how to stay like how not to let jet lag hold me back. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that 
in the future. So I'm trying to keep myself awake because this is my process of how to transition through time zones. Starting to scroll the in-flight entertainment, I come across this really cute logo. It's bright yellow, which is kind of a fun color. It's got a little happiness on it. Uh, happy, happy, like a little smile on it. And it says happiness lab, which for me is like hitting all my marks. This is bright, fun color. I'm going to be learning about happiness. The lab means there's going to be some science here. I love all of it. So I clicked on it and I was off to the races. I list, I binged all of them over. And I just went through all of them really quickly. I loved it. And I'll have the reference for the podcast below. So you can check it out too, if you like. Uh, the Happiness Lab podcast by Dr. Lori Santos. And it was really interesting. As soon I love this podcast, I would learn so much, and my brain pretty quickly went over to this place of, oh my gosh, my podcast was so terrible. I was so jealous of this new podcast. I was so embarrassed of my podcast. Now, if you had asked me at the beginning of flight, what were my thoughts about my podcast? I would have told you it's such a treasure. I love it so much. I'm so proud of it. It's helped so many people. It's the thing I get the most feedback on. How people come into my world is usually from the podcast. And it's just such a beautiful journey of my journey is represented in the podcast. I take people with me through my journey. I would have said all these lovely things about it. It would have been just 100% amazing. Now, after I binge all these podcasts, my mind had parked on jealousy. I was so embarrassed about it. I went from pride to shame quickly. And that's how quick the brain works. It can go, you can go from pride to shame in about one sentence. And it's not a bad thing. It's a normal thing. And it also means you can get out of it in about one sentence. But I went into the shame spiral and took me some time to get out of it. And I was really just locked in. Mm -mm, this podcast, mine's not good enough. Obviously, there's all these better podcasts. And so I didn't work on my podcast. I kind of ignored it, kind of avoided it. I was really finding myself stuck until I said, okay, Christina, girl, tell me, what do you love about this other podcast? <laughs> like, tell me everything like you would do for a girlfriend. Tell me everything. What do you love about it? Instead of like drowning in the shame of how you don't have... What if it's possible you actually get to have all of that, but we first have to identify what do you love? So I made a list for myself. What do I love about this podcast? I love that she includes other people's perspectives. So it's not just her take on the world. It's her take and other colleagues and other scientists that she has science in there. So you're, she's going to walk you through some beautiful studies and she'll talk to you about the results and how you can use them. She's going to bring in authors and she's going to cover the latest books. And it's very new and modern and fresh. This is based on work that she does at Yale. I believe she's at Yale and she has, she teaches a course. She actually teaches the, the most popular course there's ever been in the whole entire history of Yale. It's a course on how to be happy. That's, I just think, so profound that it's not just us physician moms who are struggling in medicine, like the youngest minds, brightest minds in the world are struggling with happiness too. This is just part of the human condition. We're all struggling with it. And even young people who are just starting their lives, like this is the most popular, this is the thing they want to learn most. I think it's so incredible. And so it really is, if you're a learner, if you're someone who loves learning and science, you're going to love this podcast. I just walked away feeling like, ooh, it's so meaty and substantial in a really fun way. So I could identify what I love. Do you want to get very specific? The person you're jealous of or the situation you're jealous of, what specifically do you want? You don't want to get locked up in all the jealousy and, how the, and then the judgment of the jealousy. 
you want to really take your brain to, okay, what is it I love specifically? If I were to tell an alien, this is how you do a podcast. What specifically would I tell that alien? We want to start making it specific and visual because then we can start acting on it. Then I said, you know what? What is, the, what is the list of the things I love about my podcast? What are the unique features that I don't hear in anyone else's podcast? It's just uniquely me. What are things I never, ever, 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 ever want to change, no matter how many trainings I have, no matter where I go in my life? What are things I'm just non-negotiables? There will always be my podcast. My listeners can always count on this. And I wrote that list which is I, I have a really unique perspective. I'm a physician mom who's walked through burnout. I have, and who became a full-time coach, retired from medicine at 45. That's kind of, that's super interesting. I would want to listen to that. <laughs> I I share very personal stories. So I really have felt, I brought the podcast together to be a sort of like a diary, capturing moments in time, thinking this would be an an archive for my kids if they ever want to understand me. They can understand this or this be part of my legacy of other people who are wanting to go through this journey or who are wanting to walk out of burnout. That I use my personal story. So you feel my, and the intent is partly I'm working through my own stuff, but also partly I don't, I want my listeners to feel like they're not on their own. I felt so isolated and broken when I was in the depths of my burnout. Like I must be the only one who's really struggling here. And I want my listeners to really feel held and supported that you're not doing anything wrong. Here are other people who are, who are struggling. I include actionable coaching tools that I learned and that I modified and I created and I create them on the spot for my clients. And then I also bring elements of that here on the podcast. So people who are never going to join my program, maybe they're just in a part of the world or they're just a part of their life where this is just not, they will never purchase coaching. They will always have a free resource on demand 24 seven. Like it's such a part of a heart of service to provide relief and tools to anyone who wants it. It mirrors my own personal evolution. So I can kind of see my growth through the podcast. I am. I I have been a physician mom. I I know what it's like to care for small humans, you know, being a mom and work in a broke down healthcare system. I, I know what that is like. And so I use a lot of stories that are related to that because being in the hospital and seeing how nuts, nutso people respond and how, how things are how things exist in academia, which I think a lot of people just assume is normal, like to have that perspective. Okay. I've seen that too. And here are other tools you can use. I think it's just really healing for people who are in medicine. So I looked at these two lists. What do I love about this other podcast? What do I love about mine? And what was so amazing is I could find the truth in how my podcast was useful and unique. And the other podcast, even though it didn't have those elements, it wasn't wrong for it. It was just different. So I could see myself not making the other podcast wrong, that she doesn't do these things. So I challenged my brain. What if I could adopt this mindset for when I look at her podcast and have thoughts about my own? The Happiness Lab podcast is really unique. It has these features. And my podcast doesn't have those in every episode, and it's not wrong for it. They're just different. Both can be true. Which started creating peace and ease. I could look at these lists and just decide, okay, what do I want? Do I want to change anything about my podcast? Because I totally can. I'm in charge. Or do I not want to? I just get to decide. I can make changes anytime I want to, but I want to make the changes from a place of, I love what I built and I'm curious about doing more versus I hate everything I built and I want to destroy it all. 
right? <laughs> we want it, we don't want to create from that space because it's so painful. It makes it really hard to move forward. I use the analogy of it's sort of like going to the grocery store, which I have to say honestly, I don't do. I really basically do use shipped all the time. But if I but I went to a farmer's market last weekend and it was so much fun. And we go to the farmer's market and we decide what we're going to put in our bag, what we're going to take home, right? We don't take everything home. We And if they're out of ripe bananas, like I could not find a ripe banana for my life at this farmer's market. It was amazing, but there were no ripe bananas. I didn't blame myself for being a horrible person because I didn't couldn't find them. I didn't blame the farmers for not having them, right? We just like, okay, we're not doing bananas this week. We're going to grab a substitute. We're going to grab more watermelon. Or we're going to order something from Shipped. We'll have the bananas delivered from Target. Or we're going to skip bananas this week. Or we're going to stop at 7-Eleven. I'm sure they have a banana. Like There are infinite options. When we don't make ourselves wrong, we get to see infinite options. So I really pose that to myself as this is just a math problem here. There's no value statement here. Her podcast is beautiful and so is mine. They're both actually good. They're both different. And we get just to solve this equation. If you could change anything about your podcast, would you? <clears throat> if I want to make my podcast more you know, substantial, we use that in quotes, whatever that means, would I want to? And then what is here to explore? And that was a really beautiful question. It was so much more useful. I get to say, yeah, I want to keep these elements. They'll never change non-negotiables. And kind of curious, what if I brought in these things I'm jealous of? What if I just brought them into my own show? Like there is no lock on science. I don't, I'm not copywriting anybody. If I decide to go to PubMed and read an article and quote and cite and reference and paraphrase that work, that's actually probably the authors would love that if their science got discussed. There is no intellectual property rights on knowledge. It's out there. And I'm guessing if I asked Dr. Lori Santos, would it be okay if I was inspired by your work to add these elements to my podcast? You'd probably be like, yes, and thank you for talking about my podcast, right? <laughs> I get to make my podcast substantial too. Such a huge insight when we let go of making our jealousy wrong. So I started considering, okay, I can bring in news and studies and tools and skills, maybe not on every podcast, but on some. And I asked myself this really powerful question, you know, if I could pick a podcast like to listen to, what would I want to listen to? What if I can create that all on my own? I get to cobble this all together exactly how I want it. And so I brought back to myself before I left medicine, I remember being a person who I love learning then, like I love learning now. And I wanted to figure out what were these latest trends, but I had no time, zero time to go read books. This is not on my priority list. I didn't want, I liked being informed, but I didn't want to have to go to the news media sites because it was full of horrible stories that would have me heartbroken and crying in my office and not sleeping well and just thinking about these horrible stories. So I didn't want to go to the news on my own, but I wanted the knowledge. I wanted the knowledge without the time and energy sink. I wanted someone who cared about me to curate the news, to bring the news that was sent. even on the entertainment news, they would show horrible, horrible things. So I wanted news that was safe. I wanted it provided in a thoughtful, intentional manner. So that's what I decided to do with my podcast. I decided to up-level it. In the about once a month, you'll you'll probably have noticed that I include something a little different. So for example, on May 3rd, the Surgeon General issued an extensive document. I don't even know how many pages. I think it was over 100 pages on his initiatives for loneliness. And he included tons of science 
gorgeous graphics. And I poured through it and I just picked out, I think I summarized it in less than five minutes. In a very quick summary of his steps, his tools, his findings. And then I spent time coaching on it, like how a coach, how I as an expert coach, how I look at loneliness and what are actionable tools so you can feel less lonely today. Voila, the podcast is upgraded, right? You get to pick what you want, keep what you want and bring the difference in. This is how jealousy can be used as a treasure map if we don't make it wrong. Another example is I heard a lot of buzz about quiet quitting and I would listen to other coaches talk about quiet quitting. And I was like, this is for sure not what they're talking about. This is interesting and also has nothing to do with what I'm hearing in the news on Harvard Business Review and these other sources about quiet quitting. And so I just let my brain dig into it like a research project. I went to NPR, I went to various trusted news sites. I did some YouTube searches. I really went deep on trying to understand the issue. And I presented that as a podcast, the controversy, the context, what's behind it, who invented it, why people hate it, why people love it, what I think, and actionable tools to feel better now. That was so much fun. It was incorporating the news and science and splash and social media trending into something, presenting it and just in a fun, digestible way where my people who are listening can go to work and they can be an expert. They can look like an expert on quiet quitting. And they are because they listen to this podcast in a really fun and whimsical and substantial way. Like all that can be true. So I want to let you know is a process is actually totally invigorating. When we let go of jealousy being wrong or bad, instead lean into what we're jealous of by specifically outlining it, by being so curious, by not making ourselves wrong, by allowing us to see, okay, I just want to be a student. I want to be learning. I want to provide more value than ever before in new and fun and invigorating ways for people who are listening. Then we get to a whole new space that feels better for me and provides more value and results for others. It starts with not making our jealousy wrong. So I decided I am going to keep this whimsical, typical podcast, the predominant podcast. If you check in, are me coaching, sharing stories, and teachings. The My unique voice is the predominant voice of this podcast. I did that very intentionally that I love this part of the podcast. It's uniquely me. It's based on my own struggles, based on the struggles of my clients. And I present it in an anonymous fashion. It really is the heart and soul of the podcast. And I want to make space for it. And it feels so beautiful to honor and cherish me. So your first step is going to be make your jealousy not wrong. Explore what specifically is behind it. Make room for yourself that you are not wrong. Your jealousy is not wrong. How you've done it up until this point is actually exactly how you should have done it. You're right on track. And then we get to ask ourselves, do we want to make room for a new dimension? It's not better or worse. We don't have to make room for it. We just get to ask ourselves that question. And many times I tell myself, no, I don't want to, right? Yeah, I could go exercise a lot more. I don't want to. But in this particular scenario, do I want to do anything different with my podcast? My answer was, yeah, I'm kind of interested in it. Not because the prior iteration was wrong or bad, but because I'm ready to build more. My capacity is larger now. I have very specific ideas. I've seen an example of what is possible, and I know I can do it. That is creating from our highest self when we create from those intentional thoughts. I wasn't wrong. I know what I want, and I know I can do it very powerful. 
to be able to create from that place while honoring our younger self. This is the powerful feeling that you can get by walking yourself through jealousy. And this might be why jealousy is my favorite feeling is this big billboard of pointing out, oh my gosh, here is this thing of value. Here's what we want. And now we just make a plan to get it. So remember, all humans forever, never, never will have jealousy at various points. It's a very normal feeling. You're not wrong for having it. You for sure are going to have it across your life. It will never, never, ever make you wrong. You can just consider it if you want to, exploring it, see what is here for you. What does it reveal about what you want? How can you make what you want a reality and learn how to take care of yourself at every step? Jealousy isn't wrong. This is not wrong. I'm not wrong. How can I use this feeling of jealousy for me and not against me? It starts with making the feeling of jealousy not wrong and lean into it and being curious. Here's how I like to imagine it. You know, when you're out to dinner with your girlfriends and it's super loud, everyone's yapping in the background. And then you have your personal people at the table and you want to hear everything they're saying over the background noise. And so you lean into the table and you're like, tell me everything. I can't hear you well. You lean in and you and you want to capture that whisper of a secret she's telling you. That's what I imagine how I would instruct you to handle your jealousy. Your jealousy is that girlfriend at the table and she has a secret and she's whispering it. And you want to hear it. You want to lean into it and decode it and see what she has for you. We're talking about trading in our judgment of jealousy for our curiosity about it. What is here for you? Because I promise you there's a gift if you're willing to explore it. So if you're jealous about your colleague's schedule, your jealousy is just telling you you want it wants a better schedule and you deserve it. And we can negotiate for that. If you're jealous because husband has more bro time on Saturdays, your jealousy is telling you you want more downtime. Totally deserve it. We'll make a plan for that. If you're jealous because the people you went to coaching school all are financially ahead of you, your jealousy is telling you that you want to create a bigger impact and revenue base. And for sure, we can make a plan for that too. All right, we're going to do a fun little exercise. Are you ready? I'm going to include a most valuable played, it's less than three minute archived jealousy podcast in the prior podcast. It's just under three minutes. Stay tuned and check it out. Look for this. And then we're going to come back. I'm going to, I'm going to summarize what you heard. I want you to look, look at this vintage podcast. It was created years ago. I think it was my 58th episode. So it was really early on in podcasting. And you're going to hear my unscripted voice. I don't think I have anything written down. I think I just showed up, turned the mic on and said a couple of words. It's so goofy. It's so cute. It's so clever. It does have a useful coaching tip. And because it was three minutes, I was able to issue those every week routinely for a couple of years. So it does have some advantage. It is so different than the current podcast. It doesn't come with the substan like the substantial layout and framework and where everything has been scripted and studies are incorporated and there are references. It doesn't have it and it's not wrong for it. It's just a really different moment in time. My younger self wasn't wrong. Actually, when I look back, I think, gosh, she was really brave. She didn't have a script and she just went live. <laughs> I think it's awesome to be human. I love listening to it. When I don't make her wrong, I don't make my jealousy wrong. It allows me the space to honor her and create more to grow in these substantial ways. So let's check it out for yourself. Here we go. Truth. Jealousy teaches you who you want to be. So I learned this 
most more recently, and I just thought this was such a powerful lesson. I didn't come up with it, but it's such a powerful life lesson. And it really had me thinking about my life differently. And not just jealousy, I would say like anger, irritation, like, and these intense feelings that, that have us kind of spinning sometimes, it's actually a gift because it's teaching us who we want to be. So think of someone in your life who you might be jealous of, or you might have friction with, or you just like have a lot of mind drama about. You probably are having this mind drama if you're anything like me, because there's something about that person that you're a little bit jealous of. They have something you don't have yet, and that's your brain reacting to give it to me, lady. So for me, when I heard this lesson, I thought about the person I'm struggling with right now, and I thought, okay, what am I jealous that she has that I don't? And I realized it was that I really admire that this person does whatever she wants and she don't care a lick. <laughs> she doesn't care a lick. She's just out there, out for number one, un unapologetically ask for what she wants. She Once she gets it, she enjoys it. She doesn't have you know the guilt or the drama about this is too much or this is not fair. She just asks for it, she gets it, she consumes it, she uses it, she loves her life, and she's not in everyone else's model. And I absolutely love that about her. And I realized my friction with her is I'm not 100% there yet. And as a podcast listener, you might think, oh, but I don't know, you seem to be there. That You know what, I'm a human and I'm not quite, I'm not, you know, there are areas I'm growing in. And that's definitely, I realized, okay, I could look at her as I'm jealous, or I could look at her as here's an area where I can up-level my life, I can really work on this ability to serve myself, advocate for myself, love what I get, live what I teach. I, I kind of dare you, kind of truth, figure out who is a person you're jealous of, you have friction of, that you're, that you're having some drama about, and where is the lesson for you? Where is there an area to uplevel your life? The, that's it for the show. I love you all. I'm going to see you on the next show. Remember, you're right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly where you're supposed to be, doing at the exact right rate. So is everyone else. Your homework for this week. Was that not the cutest thing ever? That was so cute. I love it when I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So that's a vintage podcast brought to you to just kind of show a, a, a difference. So that was one of the more popular episodes that we had. And it has a great message and it's packaged differently than it is right now. And it's not wrong. It is, we want to find a way to not make our jealousy wrong, to honor our younger self, to see how, wow, she was really brave. And the way she did things got a lot of podcasts out. She wasn't wrong. The jealousy isn't wrong either. And we can lean into both honoring our younger self and create a new format if we want to. Actually, we wouldn't even be here without her. She's so important, valuable, and precious. We want to find ways to bring our younger self with us and an honor in a way to honor them. And it just creates so much possibility in the future. Summary, jealousy isn't wrong. This isn't wrong. You're not wrong. How can I use this feeling of jealousy for me, not against me? It's revealing what I want, and my job is to just create a plan to how to get it and keep it as simple as possible. We actually do this every day in my coaching program. So for more on how to not make yourself wrong, how to use your feelings for you, not against you, how to use jealousy as a treasure map to your extraordinary life, join us 
where we do this every day. You can enroll now or schedule your consult. It's free at yourpathandfocus.com. Have a beautiful week, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye.